0: Open Mic is a podcast brought to you by Bethel Express of America.
1: All right. How's everybody doing out there? And um, hopefully you all are doing really well. I have to tell you all, all this at the front end. The the comments and the responses. Many of you have my texts uh, or text me messages because you have my phone number. You make me laugh. You encourage me uh, by saying some of the things that you have said. In addition to the fact that the biggest part of making me laugh is that you have known me for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years and did not know certain things about me. Uh, I will start mentioning names, but I won't do it this broadcast. But you know who you are. Uh, My uh, hero here, small H, is not only in the building, but he's in the booth and um, uh, he he, he knows a whole lot about me. And so here, I got to tell you this. Um, One of my daughters sent me a message and she says, you know, Dad, I get the feeling that you are famous. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, we're here with we're here with uh open mic and I'm just ready to just 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 release this all the good experiences that I've had in the Lord uh in the music industry and in ministry in general in the streets and so we have here with the nice sultry voice and everything,
0: <laughs> <laughs> my Don't wife work. Julia, funniest laugh.
1: Yeah, so um, I let her, I let her just you know run with it because she, she, she's good at it and she looks good doing it. So um, it's all yours, and uh, you can just have it. Just let's just run with it. It's gonna be a good time today. Hopefully, you all like this. I mean that for real, for real. Wow,
0: well, it certainly is good to be back with you. Although, but I'm always with you. Pretty much, yeah, so anyway, <laughs> nothing's changed there Don't, not about to. um so we're gonna take a different slant this time, and I would like you to share some of the different memorable or funny, powerful moments in the Christian industry.
1: okay, now, That's loaded question. Th- yeah, there's so many different ways of looking at that. like um I think I think it got really real for me really, really quickly when I got into the Christian music industry. Um, now I'm dating myself, but some of you, um, uh, I'm not gonna call you old school. As I want to call you back in the day, folk. Remember names like Michael W. Smith, Russ Taff, Amy Grant, Margaret Becker, I, I, uh, Jesse Dixon. I had experience like all of them. Just had, I used to listen to all of their music. I was one of their biggest fans of all those, and many, many more than that. But just those in particular, off the top of my head. And you know when I when I met them. It was, it was like, I, I like I was sitting in the, like, is this really happening? Like, I'll I give you give a perfect example. I, um one of my favorites is, uh, well, he's with the Lord now, is Jesse Dixon. And uh, Jesse Dixon was very, very famous with Paul Simon. And then Jesse got saved. And, you know, I mean, just, it was just an amazing brother in the Lord. And I won't forget when he heard me rap, he came over to me. And um, and he, he had a, like a voice, like a, um, oh, who's the one? There'll be some sad songs to make you cry. Who's that singer? it can it, 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 the artist. Anyway. It, yeah, it'll come to me in a minute. But anyway, when he came over to me, he said, hey, man, with that voice he had, he says, oh, we have to do something together. I'm Jesse Dixon. And I said, sir, I know who you are. I says, i put money on it that you won't find anybody to be a bigger fan than me. I put money on it. And he just busted out laughing, you know, and then uh, I, I and, and I, and I stood there looking like Jesse Dixon came over to me. Like I, I wanted to get his autograph. He came over to me, you know, and uh, Amy Grant, I won't forget her. Now uh, uh, Amy, it was a different situation. Her, her brother-in-law and, uh, and her brother-in-law's business partner were the owners of the record label that I was with reunion records. So of course they, you know, they were talking about all of us artists and everything. And we were at Atlanta Fest. And you might remember this cause this was in 88. Um, Julia, you might remember this, that um, they all, they got off their really nice highfalutin tour bus thingy. Okay. I had to say thingy. All right. Cause I usually don't talk like that, but that's what this was. And they just were, they were just, that was just how they traveled just to come to Atlanta Fest. Right. And um, Amy Grant walked over to me. She says, Michael Peace." It's a it's a ple- pleasure to meet you, and I, I, my voice literally cracked. I said, Hi, Miss Grant. It's nice to meet you too. Right? <laughs> and I'm sure she was used to that kind of stuff with people, but like you know, I'm like wow. She came up. She came over to me, you know, and she you know, and then she said, "My kids love your music," and just on and on and on. And so having those kinds of experiences are just unforgettable. I, I, I another one with Margaret Becker, and of course we bec- we became really good friends, you know, in time because we had a very good, very close mutual friend, um, uh, that was not related to music whatsoever. Um, and they and so she, I won't forget this. I was doing something at GMA week, which is Gospel Music Association week, which is when they, the week of, they had the Dove Awards and all the industry people, they there all week and everything. And I was there. And so I would go at night, they would have showcases. And so Margaret was doing a showcase, but I I went, I did mine before hers, like two songs before hers. And wouldn't you know it, something went wrong with the tape. Of course, this is back in the day when it was, oh, oh, oh. not only was it a tape, it was a reel-to-reel (laughs) <laughs> tape that had my sound soundtrack on it, and and so it did not go right at first. But uh, of course, it, it all got got together. You know, I, I you know you, you you from the streets. You you know you know how to improvise and stuff. And so I did. But when she got up on the stage, right? They said, "Ladies and gentlemen, Margaret Becker." She got up on the stage and she noticed me in the front row, and everybody's clapping. And she got you know she got on the stage, and everybody's clapping, clapping, long, long, long. And she just leans over to me. She says. Your stuff is good, even without music. And I was like, "Oh man, Margaret Becker likes my stuff." And so, it's so being starstruck. I think it was Jesse Dixon. Jesse Dixon, I was starstruck because I, I, I will always be a big fan. You know, Michael W. Smith and Amy Grant and Margaret Becker, I liked their stuff a lot, of course. But um, and and, and yeah, there was a there was a bit of a whoa. Here they are looking at me. They walked up to me, kind of a thing. Because back then you know, Christian hip hop, hip hop period was the devil's music. And so I was helping the devil in Christian music industry mm-hmm. air quotes y'all. I was helping the devil, you know, <laughs> um, uh, in the Christian music industry with my, with my style of music. So, so, so that, those, those are some of the moments that I've had that um that are very interesting, uh, very powerful. Uh, Rick Core. Um, of course, Rick. We're, we're, we're like family. I mean, we stay at the house and everything now. But Rick, uh, I won't forget when, when I really realized I was like, okay, this brother is more than just a really good communicator and more than just a good musician. Was um, there was somebody that that had, that had messed up their foot on the side of the stage? Um, I think somebody was waiting to get an autograph or something like that, and Rick literally, literally stopped. And laid hands on her to pray for her, for that young lady, you know, for for her healing, because she was really, me- you know, she messed up her ankle really quickly, like that. And um, uh, <laughs> by the time the concert was over, girlfriend was healed, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> so, um, so th- that was a powerful moment for me. Uh, that that's the one at the top of my head that was very, very interesting because, you know, when you, especially back then, we were all quote unquote trying to make our way. Um, in the in the Christian music contemporary Christian music industry, and so um, it was enough for people to have to figure us out in the first place that we really love the Lord, and that the biggest part of that was when people would put our people, the term was used a lot back then they would put our music under inspection, you know, see if we were doctrinally sound, see you know if we would say things that were a little off or whatever the case may be. Right, that would be the first part. Then the second part would be when people would read about us in magazines. You know, there were quite a number of Christian magazines, Christian music magazines in particular, that were out there. So that was, that was as another dimension, you know, to it. But then when they would just, when we would be who we were as individuals off the stage, and I've always said this, and I will always say this to people who quote unquote want to get into the Christian music industry or just Christian music mm-hmm. ministry, is you're only as good as when the music is not playing because anyone can be a performer. And we are performing in a lot of ways when we're in front of people, um, even when we're talking. I try not to be, I try to be authentic and genuine, but you know, there. I, I mean, there's certain things that I just would not say in, in public that would not be wrong or bad if you said them in public, but you do not ever, you do not ever wanna do, say or do anything that would be questionable um, even if it's okay to say it or do it in public, you know? And so, so even in that, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I say you only as good as when the music is not playing, when people can hear your heart, when people, you know, can, can, you know, connect with you in a different way, other than the fact that they connect with you musically and lyrically. So I've had all of those types of experiences and they, they for me, praise God, they've all been good for me. All been good for me. I did not ever have any situations where I saw, "Whoa, did you hear what she just said?" You know, I did not have any of those experiences with the, you know, with the big name artists or anything like that. I didn't see anything risky or risque. I did not experience any of those things, and I was glad about that. And 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 the truth be told, we had a greater responsibility because we were we were. I guess you would say we were, we were blazing new trails you know we knew that we were under inspection we weren't I'd say we were not under um a microscope we were under an osteoscope like people actually were inside of us trying to figure out what was what was you know um what was not cool about us what was not legitimate about us and so I think we we were really on our p's and Q's if you were we were really you know stepping on our toes I mean nowadays people do things in the Christian music industry and they make it seem like it's no big deal and it's like whoa you know, they would have been ready to stop selling and buying and everything else our music because they would have said, "My children listen to this stuff." So, yeah. but anyway, so that's it.
0: So I was thinking, uh, <clears throat> you know, about the rock, rhythm, and rap tour because you know, Rick Cool will always be one of our most favorite people in the world. Yes, definitely. And um, so you had a, a a rocker, a crooner, and a rapper. Yes. It's um, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> a good joke. So. Yeah, it was. It was. But I think the amazing thing is
0: that when we were together and we travel on a bus, you saw the realness of who they were, mm-hmm. Morgan. And, and I look at them today, and they are in solid ministry. Yep. They have raised incredible families. And mm-hmm. our love goes out to Rick because um, he has lost his firstborn. Um, mm-hmm. daughter who we knew. But one of the interesting things about it is, can you tell us a moment, like on the tour, and I have to say this, I uh, preface this with, that our tour, during the day, we were traveling overnight, get set up for mm-hmm. the concert, and then do the concert, and then the days off, we were either at a high school or right. a youth group. That was the dimension of how we cared, right. that tour cared about people. But can you tell some of the Funny things that happen, or memorable things that memorable things that happen. <laughs> Especially this, our our tour bus wasn't like Amy's and
1: yeah, it was it was a decent tour bus, but it was not it was you know fun. Yeah, we yeah we we thought it was we thought it was dope, yeah. you know. We <laughs> did, you know. Um, so but I mean, because you know, people see television programs and see these bands, even Christian artists with these amazing you Know tour buses like they're better than a lot of homes that people live in, you know. In fact, uh, Soup the Chemist, one of the original rappers in Christian hip hop, he said in an interview, he said that when he got in a meeting with Toby Mack back in the day when Toby was, a part, was the rapper for DC Talk, um, he said that uh, he said he got on uh, Toby's uh, you know, DC Talk's tour bus and he said it was better than my apartment. <laughs> but okay. so we don't want people to think that we were not grateful. We thought that tour bus was dope, you know, but the, we do we do know there was there were tour buses much, you know, more um posh than that. But anyway, the um uh, I will say too. Like uh, and I hope I don't get in trouble with this Morgan, you are my man, okay? <laughs> it was called Rock Rhythm and Rap. So I was the rap part, Rico was the rock part and uh, Morgan Cry was the rhythm rhythm and blues because you know he's from Louisiana so he has that way about him and, and he still does that's my man He, that's my man but um, one 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 concert we were doing it was a part of his act where he would do what the, what is called rockabilly where you you know you have the guitar and then you spin it around you and you know and the go, guitar goes around your shoulder through, you know around your back and back up and then you can start playing it again right it's called rockabilly and one night, <laughs> one night, Morgan was on stage in front of all the people, and he did the rockabilly, but the the, uh, the strap came loose, and the guitar just went into the crowd.
0: <laughs> hey, I think somebody tried to keep it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Somebody tried some to mind. keep it. It's like, nah, you can't keep that, bro. You know, but... <laughs> And the co- I mean, can you imagine? And, and, and the crowd loved it because they thought it was a part of his act. Oh, yeah. You got to remember, we were re- we were like we it's were trying to, to yeah, mm-hmm. we were really trying to like in a in a really wholesome way. We were trying to like push the envelope, you know. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Hendrix would have just set the guitar on fire. <laughs> Peter Peter Townsend from the Who would have just you know. Just, just thrashed on the stage. So you know, Morgan cried. You know, but that was not in the plan, though. And that guitar just went into the crowd. And um, anybody get hurt? No, nobody got hurt. In fact, they caught it because they thought it was an act. You know, but nobody got hurt, which is good, though. You uh, know, somebody caught the guitar, and that was just so funny. And you know, I was just glad that I was the opener because had I followed that. I would not I I would not have I would people would have booed me because they would not have been happy because I would have laughed all the way through my raps. Because it's the image. This is what happened here. That was over thirty years ago and I started laughing just thinking about it. You know?
0: Talk <laughs> about remember uh Rick's beautiful song Young Young Boy, Young
1: Girl. Oh. Young, young, young boy, young girl. And this song Okay.
0: Do I need this to tell song,
1: us This song, this song is about saving yourself for marriage, right? And I mean, the song, the, there is no, there is no figuring out the lyrical content, okay? <laughs> it's like, it was very, very, very clear, okay? And while Rick is doing it, and of course it was a slow song, and while he's doing this <laughs> okay, y'all had to be there to, because to, y'all may not find it funny when I tell you what happened, He's doing the song and over to the left, stage left, is a young couple and they are getting it in. They are slow dancing. grinding. Yeah. Okay. You said it. They're grinding and everything in flat. Um, Are they listening to? <laughs> I almost wanted to go say, are y'all listening to these words? You know, it's so, oh my goodness. So so finally finally um one of the guys from security had to go over there and tell them like you know you and they were we were Christians everything was a Christian everything security everything and they had to go over and say hey guys you 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 going to have to cut you know you have to cut that out you know but here is a song talking about teenage you know teenagers saving themselves for marriage and everything and there they were like not even thinking about it <laughs> they were want a whole nother page, so but the, the, those the, that was that was one of the funnier ones I mean, we had we had experiences all too long.
0: I just want to say that because uh Diana Kua was one of the wives that was going with us and and uh myself, and I remember that when the and I loved our drivers they were so sweet we had mm-hmm. Mike in the truck mm-hmm. it, was it Dave Rick Rick. Driving, yeah,
1: Rick was driving the, the, the bus. bus driver, yeah,
0: and we we broke down before Kansas, yeah, right? and we s- slept together three of us in the front seat because we had equipment in the back, yeah. And the, the only thing I could think of is I gotta go to the bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and we're sleeping in a car, a truck, yeah, waiting for sunlight to
1: now, come. And uh, now, for all of you, uh, we're dating ourselves, but it, it, we just have to. This is before cell phones. This is before twenty four hour joints, which is why we had to stay and sleep in the truck, the front, the front of a truck, a U haul truck. Well, you know, it was U haul style. I mean, it was modified, but and it was cold too. Is
0: it because he ran out of gas? Yes,
1: he ran out of gas. Yes, (laughs)
0: so we had no no heat. So we were huddled. Then there was no
1: way of reaching AAA. This is a different tour.
0: No, same tour. Yeah,
1: still rock rhythm and same. rap. Yeah,
0: but the the blessing about that, which was memorable, was where we were going in Kansas. We were going to do ministry with oh, Rich yeah. Mullins. Was we stayed in this beautiful, beautiful resort, pretty yeah. much. Ro Messner owned it. it who was owned was married by a Christian. To Tammy Faye, very wealthy man. Um, and and we were treated incredibly.
1: Oh man, just amazing. I'm I'm not sure that we've ever been treated better ever in our lives as we were there. Rest, you know, yeah. and I mean, we've been treated well in you know, a good number of places. It was a
0: five-star place. Yeah. Golf, golf resort.
1: Yeah, and resort we could really. eat whenever we wanted, whatever we wanted, however we wanted. The, the rooms were very plush, you know. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can handle uh, what we went through for this. Yeah. And we can do this every other day. I'm good. <laughs> so I want to bring it back
0: to that, to that tour. When we were with Rich and you did ministry in there, in his group. Not mm-hmm. a group home, but his facility where he yeah. did ministry. Tell him about that evening with the, because it was heavenly uh, witch.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, and I should In have thought evening. about that first when you asked me about a powerful moment. There, and, and, you know, um, I have to be careful about this um, because there could be young people listening. So I'm going to be very, very discreet how I explain this. But there were some young people who actually escaped from a commune and they were young people and it was a commune for all young people and they had to escape. So, so you can get where I'm heading with all of this and I'm not going to say it, uh, you know, but just the same, they escaped and the people who had escaped, they had heard about the concert and we did not really turn people away, even though you charged to get in. And uh, someone could tell that this, these young people needed to be in this concert. What had happened, what had precipitated that was, they escaped because they had all made a pact to end their lives together at the same time. And just at the moment they were supposed to have done it, some of them did it and the others did not. And that's put them in a position where their lives were going to be in great jeopardy. So they escaped and they came to the concert that night and um, they stayed the whole time. And it, we, we always gave altar calls at the end of our concerts. We gave an altar call and they gave their lives to the Lord and we got them connected immediately. Well, the promoter, you know, back in those days, promoters were actually people in ministry, and we got them connected immediately uh, with with a Christian ministry that would help them deprogram and everything else from what they were experiencing. And that was a very powerful experience that we all had because we all, as a team, all of us, you know, traveling to, we all ministered to all those young people. It was something. It was really something.
0: Wow. Well, I remember those days, and I was just so privileged to be a part of it with you and to see what God was doing, even as we were traveling on the road. And Mm -hmm. it was
1: really a blessing
0: to be a part of that. So at this time, I'd like to just say thank you so much for listening to our podcast, Open Mic. Make sure you subscribe, follow, or whatever you need to do to stay current on our podcast. And please share. Put the word out. All right. Oh Yeah, definitely. God bless you till we see you or you hear us again.